Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen. Let me show you how we kicking it. Lacing up my cleats to chase a goal. Been like Beckham, but we never fold. Let me show you how we kicking it. Baby, you ain't working how we working. Scoring like a 10 up on my jersey. Let me show you how we kicking it. Stay up in the field, we going hard. Pray we never see a yellow card. Let me show you how we kicking it. So if your feet can plant it to the ground, we'll go ahead and put your hands down. Let me show you how we kicking it. What is up, you guys? My name is Jess Lazo, and you are kicking it with me on the Women's College Soccer Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome to episode eight of the podcast. Today, I wanted to discuss something that every college athlete has struggled with at some point in their career, staying motivated. Being a college athlete is obviously a wonderful and fulfilling experience, but it can also be extremely draining at times. There are so many things that come into play that can make you feel like you want to give up or cause you to mentally check out. So today, I wanted to share my thoughts on how you can consistently stay motivated and push through any hardships that might prevent you from doing so. So um, let's start with the summer and winter break training. Sometimes fitness packets can be redundant, um, eventually causing you to feel unmotivated to work out. You're doing the same four or five workouts every week for however long you're home, so it does get a little boring and dull at times. Even though I highly recommend following your prescribed fitness packets, I also feel like you should add some variation to your workouts as well. Um, If you are doing a lot of weight-bearing activity, add in some non-weight-bearing activity as well, such as like cycling to just give a break off your feet. Um, I think that it'll be overall really good for your body and, like I said, your feet. Um, And it'll also just add some spice to your week and your activities. I feel like, like I said before, um, fitness packets can be um, boring as you keep progressing with the same workouts, so just add a little variation to your workouts. But when you are adding in variation, make sure you are also implementing rest days as well. Um, Preferably one to two days a week, um, in my opinion. Do do not overwork your body though, because um, obviously not only will this cause potential injuries, but it'll also leave you mentally and physically exhausted, which could also lead you to becoming burnt out and unmotivated. So I am definitely guilty of this. I have definitely um, overworked my body many times and then I end up being um, either injured or just, like I said before, burnt out. And sometimes it's hard to come out of that. Um, But when you take recovery days, it gives a break on your body. So like I said before, definitely recommend Just have belief in yourself and in the workout progressions. Trust me, you'll end up feeling fitter and healthier in the long run if you take recovery days. Another thing that I think you should put into consideration when maintaining motivation during your winter or summer packets is making a schedule. Obviously, you have a schedule implemented by your strength coach or your coaches on your team, but... I feel like if you literally write down the schedule, you will feel like you're more obligated to do the workouts. I feel like if you have I feel like if you have a set schedule, it'll force you to complete the workouts, 
literally draw them out. Like, I like to just get colorful markers because I feel like it's a little fun activity, but I also think that um, just putting it on your wall and waking up every day and looking at it just makes you feel like you're in more inclined to do it. Um, I usually like to do my workouts in the morning, so it's sometimes a struggle to get out of my bed, um, but like I said before, by making a schedule, I feel more obligated to do these specific workouts on specific days at specific times. So I can kind of, when I'm looking at, like when I'm looking at the end of the week, I'm thinking, okay, I did this, I accomplished this, and then I move on to the next week. Um, <clears throat> and then I also think that staying motivated also intertwines with just staying mentally tough. Obviously, throughout your soccer career, you are going to go through hardships, whether they be big or small, and... I just think that sometimes it's really hard to stay positive and motivated when you're going through these things. So, I mean, especially, like, this especially goes into play if you're either in a slump, you feel like you aren't playing well, or you aren't getting a lot of minutes in games. I have definitely dealt with this um, personal from personal experience. Um, <clears throat> I've definitely faced... Um, a time where I haven't gotten the minutes on the field that I wanted and every time I stepped into practice I just already had a doubt in my mind that I didn't like that I didn't think I was going to play well so I think that I mean even having a negative mindset in the beginning is obviously going to be difficult for you to um, stay motivated and positive and elevate your game so what I recommend doing is setting goals for yourself. I think this is one of the most important things in regard to having a positive mindset and just powering through hardships and just having a consistent motivation to continuously go out there and work hard. So what I like to do is I write in a journal before and after practice I, um, when I first did it, I initially wrote a bunch of goals before practice and I felt like that really didn't help that much. So what I recommend is starting out with one simple goal and make that goal like the whole week. By focusing on one goal, you can build off of each goal as each week goes by. So, um... What I like to do is, this is this might sound very cliche, but um, the goal that I write most often is have fun and work your ass off. Because even if you're having a bad day, no one can stop you from working hard and just enjoying yourself out there. I also think that the having fun piece is really important to think about because obviously you're playing soccer to have fun, like you love the sport. So don't go out there afraid and scared to make a mistake. Go out there like you're doing an activity that you love and enjoy. Don't make it out like it is a business or something that you're forced to do. And playing a sport is never meant to stress you out and make you feel the war in the worst ways um soccer and 
any other sport is created in order for you to have fun, but also challenge yourself at the same time. And if you feel like things are continuously not going your way, I definitely recommend just going back to the basics. So if I feel like I'm ever in a slump and my playing is just very inconsistent, um, I just, in my journal right before practice, I, um, I just say, go back to the basics, play simple, and just build off from there. Because when you go back to the basics, everything comes together again, and then you'll eventually feel like you are able to play freely again and not overthink things. You don't have to do all these fancy moves to show that you're a good player. If you're playing consistently, playing simple, and just overall working hard, everything will work out for the better. And then in regards to after practice or after a game, I will go back to my journal and reflect off of the practice or the game and say what I need to work on. Um, But I always make sure that I add positive things to my reflection as well because if I just put negative things, I'll have a negative, I feel like I'll have a negative mindset about myself going to the next practice. This is also important to think about when you write in your journal before practice or a game. I firmly believe when you give yourself positive affirmations about yourself, you'll feel more confident and feel like you can do anything you want to do if you just believe in yourself. So for example, before every practice, I will write, you are a great ass soccer player, you are confident, you can do this, you got this. Those type of words definitely help me get hyped up and have belief in myself that I am a great soccer player. And make sure when you're writing these goals, you're not adding a negative connotation to the sentence or the goal. So for example, if you're going to say, I'm not going to kick the ball over the net when I'm shooting. When you're saying the word not, I feel like you're thinking more about the end sentence that says you're going to kick the ball over the net. Rather than saying that, change the sentence around and say, I'm going to shoot on frame. That sounds like a more positive connotation and it'll stick in your head rather than saying kicking the ball over the net. I firmly believe writing in your journal is definitely one of the most important things in bringing in motivation and positivity to your game. And another thing that I think brings a lot of motivation to your game is just listening to music before practicing games. Not only does it hype me up, but I also feel like it calms my nerves and allows me to focus on myself. It gets you in this headspace where nothing else matters but you and just when I'm listening to specific songs, I really feel like they resonate with me and I use those words within the song within my game and it just clears my head and gets me ready for whatever practice or game comes my way. And another reminder that I think everyone should hear if you are struggling with staying motivated is just to stay patient. I think that is a big reminder for anyone as a college athlete. I really think that improvement doesn't come right away. 
a lot of times I feel like people lose motivation and get discouraged if something doesn't work out the first time. So just try again and do not throw in the towel and give up because, I mean, it's always difficult when things don't work out the way you wanted, but that doesn't mean you stop going for what you want. Do not be afraid of failing. You will not succeed unless you fail a couple times along the way. I think that is one of the biggest things to think about. You're not going to succeed unless you fail. Going through hardships will make you stronger and will make you into a better player. Improvement comes with time, so just be patient. Continue to work hard and be the best that you can be. I think that the quote, be the best that you can be, really resonates with me because um, I just feel like I have struggled with comparing myself to other players. And I've come to realize that you are a different player than everyone else. Everyone has individual qualities that make them the soccer player they are. So just focus on yourself and focus on your own game because it's never going to help when you continuously try to compare yourself to others. Be the best that you can be because once you reach that, there's no one stopping you. I used to overthink everything, causing me to play inconsistently and poorly. And it wasn't until recently when I realized it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Do not worry about if your coach doesn't say something to you or does say something to you. I've definitely been guilty of thinking, oh my gosh, like my coach didn't say anything to me, so they're not noticing me, like I'm not important. No, that is so, so wrong. You, that is just straight overthinking to the max. And I know I am not the only one who thinks that way. And that is just self-sabotage to the max. The only thing you can control is yourself. So don't dwell on what other people think. Even if someone gives you great advice or provides great coaching, you're the only one who can truly make yourself into a great player and the player that you're supposed to be. If you believe in yourself, then motivation comes after that. Believing in yourself is a building block to having positivity and motivation in your game. So I think that's definitely something to put in consideration. And if you still feel like you're struggling with believing in yourself, I definitely recommend seeking help. Do not be afraid to seek help. I, um, I actually reached out to a sports psychologist when I was struggling with my confidence and felt like I wasn't good enough. It's really nice to talk to someone about it who really understands what you're going through and can help you overcome these mental blocks and these negative thoughts that are filling up your head. And if you don't want to see a sports psychologist, I also recommend just reading a sports psychology book. I really think that it has relatable content. And the recent book that I actually read was um, called Mind Gym. It's, it resonated with me so much. And I feel like I've become mentally stronger after reading the book. So 10 out of 10 recommend. I think that it focuses on so many different areas of the mind that a lot of players struggle with when they are going through the college soccer experience or the college athlete experience. And also look for different ways to clear your mind as well. I think not only talking to someone helps, but also 
looking for things such as meditation or yoga to clear your mind and step away from soccer for a moment to reflect on who you are and why you are playing the game. I've reiterated this so many times within my podcast so far, but you are playing college soccer for a reason. You love the game. Don't overthink every mistake that you made because once you start overthinking, you start going on a downward slope where you're unmotivated and you have no belief or confidence in yourself. So based off my experiences, I definitely recommend following what I had just talked about in this episode. It really does make a difference. Motivation is a key piece to your game and I hope you find my advice worth trying in the future. I think that about does it for our show today, but thank you so much for tuning in and if you want to tune in next week, the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and of course, Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. Thanks for kicking it with me on the Women's College Soccer Podcast. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, let me show you how we kicking it. Kickin', 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 kickin'.